Okay. Well, okay. here we are. Hi, guys. It's Megan Collins from Style Girlfriend. We're back for another episode of Undressed. I'm joined by the lovely Taylor Davies. Hi, guys. How are you doing, Taylor? Um, I'm doing great. It's the middle of summer. It's hot out. We're getting tan. We're trying. Yeah. I think we both have pretty good tans going right now, which I feel both proud and nervous about. We have very similar skin tones in that I think we tan pretty easily. Yeah. We're olive-ish. Yeah, olive-y. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we're mostly white, but with olive undertones. We are, as people, all the way white. I'm just saying that, like, somewhere back in the genealogy, somebody took a boat from southern Italy and was like, I got this. Oh, no. I listened to a pod that said that that 23andMe is, like, bullshit. Did you hear that? I mean, I definitely believe that 23andMe is bullshit, but I don't disbelieve that people from southern Italy are how white girls like us became somewhat olive-skin-toned. Oh, sure. I guess I'm just <laughs> saying, like, yeah, maybe it's just... Oh, yeah, I don't have an actual I don't have an actual 23andMe that says someone came over from southern Italy on a boat and made my family the way it is. It's weird that that's actually, like, in the DNA, like, hex. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they send you the DNA, and then they send you, like, a little diagram of, like, an old tiny boat doing <laughs> that thing like, coming like, with a little dotted line like coming across and you're like oh cool yeah it's like a like a little like YouTube video that shows you you know right it's like the like exposition at the beginning of a movie to just like make stuff go quicker mm-hmm. uh-huh. exactly. and then they went from year to year and now da-da. yeah what is your so mix my dad is like Irish English but my mom was adopted mm-hmm. so we like to say and I mean she was the product of like teenage love in upstate Wisconsin so it's uh, mostly given that she's probably exactly whatever my dad is or, yeah. you know, German, whatever. Aren't you curious, though? Nope. Really? No, she, we had, like, my grandparents, Like, you don't feel like you'll ever amazing. do the, like, improved version of 23andMe, like, once it's, like, more accurate? I think yes. I'm kind of good. Like, I just feel like I'm a mutt, and I don't necessarily think that it's super helpful, especially for, like, white people to be like, oh, but I'm five-sixths of a percent whatever, Himalayan. It's like, I don't know, I think it's a weird thing that white people need to make themselves feel even more special. And I don't, I don't actually think that that's, unless you're going to really start digging into it, I don't think that it helps you that much. Or I don't think that it like tells you that much about yourself that is beyond just giving you a reason to feel more special than you already do. And I think white people already feel really special. Sure. So for other people, maybe, I don't know. Well, I feel like that's an interesting way to look at it. Cause the way I look at it is sort of the thing that, that you could find out is like, Oh, like I have a like third cousin who lives in France or I have a third cousin who like lives in some small town in Ireland and then like because isn't there that whole thing where like it's basically like the network of people who do 23andMe so like if there's other people who are part of your genealogy who have done it that it like it pulls you into that network so you can like reach out to people. That's what it says in the commercials and stuff. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, I was so like, not are you like, getting this mixed up with Ancestry.com? But no, mm, you're... no, I think it's a little bit of it's. I think that 23andMe is some of that same technology to hmm. kind of so like. I don't think it's. I think you're right that like if that's the way you're going at it, you want to like sort of like dig deep into just how special you are. That's a little suspect. But if you're feeling like okay, my parents or my grandparents came over to America pretty early on, there's a good chance you've got just a few steps removed relatives, maybe all over Europe, and maybe they're still alive, and maybe you go meet them. I don't know. I feel like that part of it's kind of interesting. Yeah, maybe. I had an old boyfriend who was like a distant descendant of our 14th president, Franklin I really Pierce. thought you were going to say distant cousin. Oh, boy. <laughs> and that's why you broke up. No. Um, yeah, Wait, you, I'm related to a president, too. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I kind of think, like, if you go far enough, like, everybody's, like, that's 
kind of the point. Like, everybody's probably got a president in their past, or everybody's probably got a... What? Yes! I don't know. It just feels like, so what? Like, could you even tell me one thing that... There have only been 45 presidents. Not everyone's related to them. (laughs) (laughs) But what is it? Okay, wait. Which one are you related to? His name was Zachary Taylor. Yes, yes. That is where my name comes from. Big surprise. Wow. Yeah, because Taylor was a family name, and he had the second shortest term in office of any president. He was super old. He was, like, a member of, like, the Whig Party, and he literally became the president and died, like, 18 months later or something like that. He didn't do anything. So that's my story. Right, but that, I guess, like, you're not heading up, like, the Zachary Taylor Foundation Society or whatever. Should I? Yes. I think if you care enough to be, like, look, I'm related to a famous person or whatever then do something with it. Otherwise, like, it's just, like, a thing you say at parties. I think that's fine, though. Is it? Yeah. I feel like it's cocktail talk. It's fine. It's, like, fun for dates. It's fun for cocktail parties. It's... Who cares? (laughs) Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm just... I just just don't... I just... I'm going to use that phrase that people have been throwing around a lot lately. It's not that deep. (laughs) We see people say that a lot. No. Oh, yeah. Well, but this is actually literally on the outline, which is so embarrassing for me. Oh, boy. I am not surprised that I don't know that phrase because I am not hip and not cool. <laughs> and I'm using this opportunity, Taylor, to ask you to explain to me the difference between wave and flow. Because yeah. I've seen them thrown around like gangbusters by all the like menswear bros, and I don't totally understand the difference, and I don't know how to use them in a sentence, and I, like, tweeted about it, and nobody thought it was funny, and I'm just feeling really (laughs) out of the loop, and, like, very, like, hello, fellow kids, and I just need to, I need you to, like, help me get this. You know, I would love to be able to, like, flex my cool muscles right now, but I, too, am a white woman in my 30s, and I do not know how to use the term flow correctly. We were talking about this the other day, and I feel like when you were tweeting, you're like, help, hello, like, SOS, what does this mean? <laughs> so, the reference we can use, right, is Jonah Hill on... Jimmy which, Kimmel. On Jimmy Kimmel. Talking about Jonah was, Hill Day. Talking about Jonah Hill Day, like, he was in a wave, right? Yes, because that, I think I talked to you about it, and you're like, no, Megan, you're on a wave. That's the point of waves. Like, you ride on them. But then I saw him, and he said, I'm in a new wave. And I was like, well, now I don't know what to think. Right, and I... Being in a wave seems to suggest that you're, like, uh, like being tossed overboard or whatever. Like, I don't want to be in it. I want to be on it. I do, too. I want to be on a wave as well. I wonder, though, if we were to expand our search beyond, like, if we were to look on Urban Dictionary, I bet we would see both. It's like the In My Feelings Challenge, where the only way to do it well is to just feel confident and go with it. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that I'm not confident means no matter which way I say it, I would probably end up saying it wrong. Like you're going to trip over it any time you try to debut it. Like you're going to show up at a cocktail party being like, oh my gosh, okay, this is my moment. I'm going to get a drink and I'm going to go up to these people and something is going to come up and I'm going to have a chance to say like, I don't know, I'm just like really on <clears throat> a wait, uh, <laughs> I'm just, like, on this wave right now. <laughs> and the people are going to look at you, and they're going to smile and go, "Oh, bless her heart. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is exactly what would happen, which is exactly why I can't do it. And I actually feel like I do get it, and I like how it sounds, 
but I just know myself and I'm like, yeah. I can't, I'm not cool enough to say this. No, like I have just come around to like using the adjective iconic to describe things that are clearly not iconic. <laughs> like that is almost over. <laughs> and I'm just like barely coming around being like, oh my God, like. Iconic, like, iconic. <laughs> yeah. But like you being like, Taylor, do you like my shirt? And I'm like, mm, it's iconic. <laughs> or being like so-and-so like is iconic when they're clearly not. Like, share, like, to use it non-ironically, share is iconic. Yes. Uh, and I feel like, honestly, like, people calling Ariana Grande is iconic is also sort of ironic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think people that are self-aware enough know that it's... You cannot be an icon this early in your career. Right, well, I think it all comes from that meme of... Name a more iconic duo, I'll yeah, wait, wait. about yeah. Kendall and Kylie Jenner. <laughs> yes. And they, the person yeah. who first posted that was not self-aware and didn't right. actually exactly. know of a more iconic duo, so... That was know. such a good meme. I feel like things were so pure when, like, that's what we were laughing at. Those were the days. <laughs> oh, literal RIP those days. You know what other earnest uh, conversations I've had this week? Hmm. Are about, we put up a thing on, like, things you need to know about underwear on Style Girlfriend. Okay. And can I tell you how many conversations with, like, adult men in public I have had about underwear since then? Wow. Like, what, so What many. are they saying? What so, are the men saying about their underwear? So, I got lunch last week with this guy who is, like, the CEO of, a, like, this financial tech company. And he's sort of, like, a mentor of mine, but, like, a bud, too. Like, he's great. He's in his 40s, he's married, he's got a couple of kids, and we just, like, get lunch every couple months. Okay. And I get to, like, ask him questions about business stuff and whatever. He's just great. But literally, he texts me before we meet up and was like, I just have, like, I want to talk to you about underwear. (laughs) (laughs) And again, married, nice guy, like, not a weird, like, it just wasn't a weird thing to hear. Yeah. So I sit down, so I'm running late. So I sit down and I'm like, okay, like, I'm going to need to catch my breath. So, like, tell me all about your underwear. (laughs) You start and just honestly dive right in. Don't leave anything out. (laughs) And he just basically affirmed the post, which was kind of like, hey, you should have different underwear for different things. Like, you should have different underwear for the gym than you have for, like, whatever, whatever. But also just like, hey, buddy, buy new underwear, like, probably more than you do because you should and it's, you'll feel better. I mean, which is pretty much everything on Sour Girlfriend comes down to just, like, try yeah. a little bit harder and you'll feel <laughs> a lot better. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. That's the secret. This is a low-risk, high-reward <laughs> suggestion. And he basically was just like, yeah, like, he had recently, like, started working with a trainer and he's like, I... <laughs> this is so embarrassing. His assistant, who I know, he's like, I had gone to work after going and having a session with my trainer, and I, like, unzipped my bag, and my, like, ratty old underwear was, like, sitting on the top of the bag. Like, he's, like, it was clean, but he's, like, but my assistant saw it, and we both just kind of, like, saw that she saw it, and I was just, like, really embarrassed. And so he said it was a kick in the ass that I needed to go out and get all new underwear, basically. And he's, like, and I got, like, really nice dry fit underwear for the gym, and I got, like, Mm -hmm. just whatever, whatever for the rest of the day. Yes. And, And he said, well, did... You know, and he said, well, it was really just for me. And I was like, yeah, but did your wife appreciate it? And he was kind of like, yeah, I mean, she, like, mentioned it. And I was just, I was so proud of him. Like, I was yeah. just like, that's so great. And it, you know, something that you did for yourself. And it was before the, the feature came out. But he was basically just saying, like, I can attest that it really does make a difference. And every day when I get dressed now, I kind of feel like 
I'm literally starting out with a better foundation. And I was like, that's awesome. Oh God, he's living the style girlfriend ethos. Yes. So wow. I had that conversation. And then I was at Soho House like last week and I was up on the roof trying to get work done, which is impossible after like three o'clock on yeah. a Friday. People are partying. People are partying. So these nice like Welsh gentlemen sit down kind of around me. And, like, slowly my computer is, like, going away, and there's, like, a glass of rosé <laughs> suddenly next to me. But same thing. They were like, what do you do? And I was like, blah, 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 blah. And they pulled up my site in front of me on their phones, which is, like, I never, I don't like that. Yeah. Um, but the underwear post was, like, recent, and they all started telling me about their underwear. And they're all, like, wearing shorts, and so they're, like, pulling their underwear, like, down out of their oh, shorts so I can see God. it. my God. I was like, this, and again, they were, like, all married. They were, like, in town on business. They were so nice. And, like, so was, like, you already kind of feel like. You're part of you the have, club. So yeah. Like, you like kind you, of, like, start a chit-chat without sort of that first layer of, like, is this appropriate? You. Like, yeah. Yes. And it was just really funny. And I was just, like. That's cute. It was so. And, and they all kind of said the same thing where they were, like, yeah, maybe I should. And I felt like by the end of the conversation, like, they were all, like, heading to Amazon to, like purchase all new underwear like it was just great you're like spreading the word like spreading the word I love that I feel like it's so funny I feel like that happens to me every now and then too because we write about stuff that people like to talk about like all the time and when I wrote that article about sexting which I've talked about previously on the podcast but when people I was like in like a high dating like zone at the time and when I told the guy that I was seeing that I was writing this piece. And then also, like, people in general conversation, I also sent out, like, I sent out a tweet about it. Like, I sent out a survey. Like, it's so interesting, like, if you give people the permission to be like, I'm writing this for the public, the things that people will tell you, mm. it's amazing. How they, like, they, it, that, it does exactly what you said. It, like, strips away that layer of, like, is this appropriate to be like, you've given me permission, so I'm going to go ahead and like tell you exactly all the very specific things I need to tell you right now. <laughs> and there's something really nice about that. Yeah. Like, it's not embarrassing as long as both parties are like, yes, I'm comfortable having this conversation. Exactly. And it's fun, and that's so much more fun to talk about than like, oh, were you in town on business? Oh, how was your work day? Mm, my work day was great. I researched sexting all day long. <laughs> and I listened to the weekend while I did it. So, anyway, my day was great. Oh, that is, like, you really went full immersion. It was so funny when I was like, yeah, this will help, like, get me in the mood because I want the intro to this article to be funny. I didn't think it through because for NBC News, it's not like I can, like, be that, like, sassy with the intro. So, but at the time, I was having fun using it as a writing exercise to, like, listen to sassy music, like, sexy music, and then see if it made me, like, write things any differently. And what I told the guy on my date, which was partially true, but also kind of like sent, it was like our third date too. So it was like critical moment. And it's, I think it sent his brain to like a really different place <laughs> because I was like, oh, you know, like he, I was like, yeah, I was like kind of silly. I just like put on like the weekend's new EP, like while I was writing this article about sexting. And I feel like he's just hearing sexting, weekend, <laughs> sexy, something. And I go, and he was like, yeah, how'd it go? And I was like, I don't know. I wrote the word naked and then couldn't write anything else for 15 minutes. And he was just kind of like, <gasps> This is me. I'm showing like a draw, jaw drop face. Like it really kind of like you. <laughs> and we'll be really sitting at a table that he. We were eating soup dumplings in Chinatown. It was like it couldn't have been more random. Or like an unsexy setting. Yeah, it was a pretty unsexy setting. It was bright lighting. Everything in Chinatown is bright lighting. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah he definitely like had a boner. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you right now. Well, like a half chub. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least. 
<laughs> dinner table appropriate. <laughs> and you were like, oh, so are we done? He's like, oh, one more round. So <laughs> let's just stay here a little bit longer. I'm still hungry. Wow. Mm, I know. Well, with that, I think it's time for hot takes. Oh, wow. Okay. We're already there. We're already there. Oh my gosh. Great. I can't wait because you have a hot take this week that is about men's fashion. Yep. And is not about you. Yep. Or your dating life. Yep. And I'm just so curious. <laughs> That's right. I am pleased to share with you all that I have returned to the land of culturally relevant, interesting perspectives <laughs> on things outside of my own uh, self-reflective female case. You're looking up from the Yeah, I've the removed my face from the pool. <laughs> Who is, oh, it's Narcissus who gazes in the pool and then drowns in his own reflection. Yeah. yeah. So before I drown, I've lifted myself up and I'm here to talk about, um, and this also I feel like has multiple tie-ins to like sort of like our favorite things to talk about, right? So I don't know if you guys know, but on Friday, DJ Khaled released a basically like, DJ Khaled. sorry it took me so long, halfway through the summer, major song of summer contender. Like if this song had come out in May, this would be the song of summer. No question, no question, so no annoying. question. It's him, it's Biebs, it's Quavo, and it's Chance the Rapper. And I believe these are all the exact same players who were in I'm the One last summer, right? I think so, yeah. Was Quavo on that one too? Mm. Or maybe all of Migos? Mm. Yeah, there was definitely, there was a one splash of, of that trio at least. Yeah. So, they have a new song called No Brainer. It's so freaking catchy. It's so fun. So, I'm, like, listening to it on repeat on Spotify, and then I'm opening my Instagram and seeing that I, like, I follow Chance, and so he's, like, promoting the video, and I'm like, oh, video? Every now and then I have these moments where I'm like, I feel like watching a music video. Like, because they're so irrelevant now that every now and then I like to check in on, like, what's the state of music videos. Oh, my God. It's strange. It's so strange. They are musical commercials. Which maybe, for very few artists can do music videos now that don't have product placement. I feel like Taylor Swift was like one of the only people who's like still doing a music video that doesn't have any product placement in it. Right. It used to be, I feel like, a very like rap and R and B centric thing because they always had lots of products to flash, and it was a very natural integration of like liquor, champagne, like vaping. I don't know. Sure. Anyway, I'm watching the music video. I'm telling you to watch the music video, and I did. And I'm watching, and the first thing you see is Justin Bieber looking exactly as he does now, which is like a dirty, dirty, dirty street urchin, sketchy guy you'd see at a gas station somewhere and walk far out of the way. He looks so gross right now. So gross, but very happy. Like he, sure, yeah, like yeah. He was he seems very, very like buoyant in, in the yeah. video. Yes, he's but yeah, happy. like. Dirty, like, dirty mustache, like... Pants pulled very high-waisted with a shirt French tucked in. It's... Shout out Tan shout France. Shout out Tan France. It seemed like that was a fashion thing. Cause yeah. Pants, but it was. They were, like, noticeably high-waisted. With his checkered vans and, like, a hat. But, like, his hair is, like, so scary and his mustache is so scary because he still has that sort of, like, pubescent physique. Because how old is he? 24, maybe. Is he really? He's yeah. Young. He and Haley Baldwin are both really young. Yeah. So let's pass right over Justin Bieber. I have no. But he sounds positive. great in the song. Sounds great. I've missed. I've missed his that voice. That voice. Hooks. My God. He starts singing, and I was like, "We're back. Yeah, everything's gonna be okay." Um. But then you know the song goes along, 
and I'm watching and I'm like, this is sort of a funny music video. The premise is sort of silly. It's like DJ Khaled is like directing this music video. So everything looks really fake and you're kind of like, oh, it's kind of fun. Well, I think it's like his son is directing it. Oh, sure. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it is his son. <laughs> it is his son. Assad is the director. Which is also dumb. His whole thing with like incorporating his baby as like a business person it's a really funny... That kid makes more money than us in, like, a month than we both But is that what he do? Is he's doing, basically, is, oh, like, he's putting his child on his contract so that his child is getting the money put into accounts oh. and stuff instead of him? Is That must be what he's doing, right? I mean, that kid's taken care of for sure. Well, yes, but I wonder if he's, like, like actually, actually getting, like, producing credits, like his baby. That would be so funny. He's, like, zero years old. If he's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're getting off topic because what my hot take, we, I, I need to express my take, right? I feel like I've given you guys the lead up. Here is my actual hot take, which is that, um, so next we like pan and then it's Chance the Rapper and Chance the Rapper is like sitting on the hood of a convertible. He's wearing a lavender play by Comme de Garçon t-shirt with the little, which you recognize by the little um, cartoon heart. heart, um, and like a pink Chance hat. And these really interesting sort of, like, patchwork jeans mm -hmm. that are, like, all different shades of denim. He looks so good. And Chance is just a super handsome, like, his face is so welcoming and smiley that you just, like, can't help looking at him being like, I love you, I love you, I love you. He's like a handsome Muppet. Yeah. Like, he's like if a Muppet became a person. Oh, he's so smiley. But he doesn't have, like, big eyes or anything. I feel like Muppet people kind of have, like, exaggerated eyes. Maybe. But like you said, it's just he has a very open face. Open face. So sweet. And like the default is like a smile. So smiley. Because he's always like kind of, his raps are always kind of cheerful. Even if they're poignant, he's kind of like, kind of still being sassy always. So that outfit, I just felt like, my gosh, okay, we've talked before about how lavender is like our favorite like color of summer. Here's Chance the Rapper giving you, if you still were waiting for a sign that the manliest, coolest, sexiest guys can wear lavender and look amazing and pink. And some sort of strange patchwork jeans. Amazing. Hmm. Lavender t-shirt. Go to Uniqlo and get a lavender t-shirt. You don't have to get the play t-shirt. Go to J. Crew. I'm sure J. Crew would love to stuff your shopping bag with like a with million like a pocket tea. pastel pocket tees. And many of them will be right there giving you a round of applause. We'll put some in the post for this. We'll put some SG approved lavender. Lavender tees. Yeah. Love it. And with the pink hat, I just felt like I loved the like colors. And then... He has a second outfit, which is really sort of like it was very fall, funny, very fall. He had like He's a wearing like a cozy cream, sweater, a, a cream sweater, a cream crew neck sweater under like a dark velvet blazer. Yes. But what I feel like I liked about that is that he's not wearing a hat. And I feel like yeah. you don't often get to see him without his hat. And he looks so cute with his little haircut. And he's just like smiling and like being sassy. And my hot take is that I love his style. And like, look out 2019. I am committing now to campaigning so hard for Chance the Rapper to be the champion of SG Madness. It will not be another white man. It will not be Ryan Gosling again. Oh, here's a question will I have they retire? for you. Can, can you retire him out of the running? We retire winners. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah. great. So Gosling's out. Bye. Chance, but it's your time to shine. <laughs> Has he been in it like every year? Yeah. Yeah. He always makes it pretty far, but... Yeah. I think he just needs my like personal backing. Yeah, I think that'll help. Because I helped who... Got into the final running. Army, right? Mm -hmm. Got really far. He got really far. Because of my support. Right. I like to believe. And 
Gabby, I think Ryan Gosling would have gotten far no matter what, but I think she just strategically chose him because she knew that our readers <laughs> are like, that's what I want to dress yeah. like. So I think what you're going to have to do is convince people that they want to dress like Chance or like at least show how to make it more, like make his stuff more mainstream. Yeah. Great. Well, I'm ready. All right. I'm up to the task. I'm, I can't Starts wait. with a purple t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and you go from there. Yeah. I agree with you about the video being completely bonkers with product placement. Yeah. I watched it and... God, how many times on this podcast today have I been like, I felt old because I (laughs) I felt so damn old. Every other frame was a very clear product placement shot. And same thing. I, I couldn't remember if it was done that much when we were younger. I do distinctly remember there was like a Fergie video where she used some like chapstick a couple of times. Oh. And that was like, oh wow. Like, and I was younger then and I still noticed it and it kind of like threw me off. So for this, it almost felt like it was ironic. Like, I feel like at this point, DJ Khaled, like, his brand is that he will do anything for money. And so I think that he was just like, I'm going to stuff as many brands into this video as possible, and I don't care how, how it looks because yeah. it's going to be kind of just like the video is silly anyway. Yeah. Because it was, yeah, it was like champagne, and then it was like Ciroc, and then it was... Okay, like I want to know. I want to was... know which one. To me, the most egregious there were two, and I want to know which one you thought was the most egregious. The first one being the women holding the champagne bottles, label forward, hand around, and like sort of like jutting it forward. This was like every other frame, or was it Fashion Nova splashed across the front of the golf of the cart? golf cart? <laughs> it was definitely the Fashion Nova splashed across the golf cart because it was a video full of men. Rapping, not women. Yeah. And yet suddenly there's a Fashion Nova golf cart. <laughs> Cardi B loves Fashion Nova and they love her. Yeah. And I think she makes them a ton of money. I think so. <laughs> if you, ha- like, if you were more of a brand. Yeah. What would be, like, what like would the be grossest video? thing? Or what would be, like, the, yeah, like, if someone was, like, here's a million dollars, put this in your music video or put this on your Instagram. Like, what's, like, the most like base thing that you would do for a million dollars product placement wise I want to think of it as like a music I want to what brand would I shill really hard in my like weird music video that would be like sort of people be like Taylor but I'd be like no but it's me right I feel like if I'm being truly honest it would be something like so bozo like Velveeta like shells and cheese super on brand for me and people would be like, that's so bogus. I feel like that could be it for sure. <laughs> like, just the video starts with, like, you, like, heating it up in the microwave and just being like, I got my mac and cheese and I'm going to the club. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like it would be one of the, like, B-roll, like, cutaway scenes, like, when I'm not, like, in my feelings, like, dancing and, like, singing to the camera. Like, I'd be, like, sitting in my house alone writing the song that I'm singing whilst eating Velveeta shells and cheese. And somehow the box would have to be, like, super nearby. Right. It'd be like, so I think I'd have to be making it, right? Well, I think, like, when it in order for product, the product placement, placement, it doesn't have to necessarily make sense. So I feel like you could actually be eating it, and the box would just be, like, positioned, like, next to, like, your soda yeah. or whatever you're, like, having it with. Like, I think the box would be at the meal. Yeah. So I think that that would work. Yeah. Okay. You do I love it. shells and cheese so much. I'm more of a craft mac and cheese gal, but I feel you. Well, it's interesting. I've sort of... I have, I like, because I like craft when you add the milk and the butter, like, that's the true jam, but when I'm in my low spot, which is, like, this is, like, too much for the podcast, but, like, when I have, like, really bad PMS or, like, the first day of my period, hi, women have periods, guys, it's, hello, um, I'm always, like, 
Rah, like give me whatever I want and I don't want to have to buy milk and butter because I don't keep those things in the house so I started going to shells and cheese which is just a packet of cheese and the noodles you don't need to buy anything else so it's much easier sure and it's better than this is so dumb that I'm getting so into, I like, love nuances it. of like boxed macaroni but I do because we all go to the bad place sometimes sure 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 because the craft one that's their like deluxe that you don't need um milk and butter for is horrible oh so there you go if you're gonna like go, go to there. that place yeah and you're like i don't have time for milk i don't have time for butter Velveeta shells and cheese is truly delicious <laughs> wow yeah okay yep what would yours be oh gosh honestly i was starting to think about Kraft mac and cheese when you were saying all <laughs> we would have competing music videos oh my God. like brandy and monica the boy is mine yeah but the cheese is mine <laughs> <laughs> Episode title? Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Well, I wait, I want to share my hot take. This week, The Cut put out something that just basically, like, noted a trend that all, there's all these celebrity, these male celebrities going blonde. Oh, yeah, I saw this. So, like, G-Eazy. G-Eazy? Yeah. Easy G? Nope, G-Eazy. G-Eazy. Went blonde. Uh, Riz Ahmed went blonde. He did? Mm-hmm. That's a random one. He looks very handsome. Pete he Davidson. always looks handsome. Pete Davidson. So... My hot take is not necessarily that more men should go blonde, but it's more that I recently got my hair cut, and now I want to do all the damn things. You're so, feeling really inspired because you, I feel like you were kind of like hesitant to change, because you thought it would really change your look to cut your hair a lot, mm-hmm. which it does, yep. but now that you've sort of like broken the seal, so to speak, you're like, wait, do I need to dye my hair? Am I feeling, Yeah. like you're feeling like, oh, it wasn't that bad. You ripped off the band-aid, and now you're ready to rip off a couple more. Yeah, and look really cute doing it. So, yeah, regular men, don't please don't dye your hair blonde. I don't think it's mostly a good look, but but I no. guess I'm just putting it out to the universe. Like, should I dye my hair blonde? <laughs> That's your Someone, hot take? Is should yeah. I dye blonde? Megan. Hey, somebody needed to fill the void of... It's true, of self-facing <laughs> Very true. Um, that You know what? Actually, though, I will say, I think deeply about going bleach blonde all the time and but then I'm like, I would never go through the trouble of, like, the bleaching. Here's what I think would happen, which is why I think it's, like, putting me down a slippery slope, is that I think that I would dye it all blonde, mm-hmm. and then I'd be like, oh my god, it looks so different. And then it wouldn't feel like that far of a stretch to go to a pixie cut. Oh, And then wow. that would be my thing, and I would be like, hope to look like Michelle Williams, but I probably wouldn't. And then mm. I would immediately start growing it back out. But, like, I think that that's, like, I'm on a you path. look more like Pete Davidson. Oh, no! Oh, no, I'm just oh, kidding. Oh, oh. So, we'll see. Maybe not this time next week I'll be blonde. Maybe I won't. Hard to say. I would, that would be really exciting. I've uh, never gone bleach blonde before. Me either. It's, and it's funny. We would we look so similar, which I feel like is something that we don't really talk about enough, especially when we do all these things, that you and I have such similar features. <laughs> <laughs> exact same coloring. Yeah. It might be good to look a little more different. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So then I'll change. So you'll change. <laughs> And with that, I think we're done. Yeah. Um, go rate and review us on iTunes. We're on Spotify now, so subscribe there. Yeah. Um, shout out to the people who have been screenshotting and posting on Instagram stories. I have seen, I have appreciated, and I would like to just keep that going. It's so fun, and I think it really does make a difference in um, helping us get the word out. Yeah, which we continue to need to do. Yeah. Helps a lot. We so, appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate you. You're the best. Yeah. You specifically, listening to this right now. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, guys. 
All right. Bye. Bye.